Hi, my name is Alan. I'm a business designer and welcome to the Beyond Users podcast, where we learn about business to become better designers who not only solve user challenges, but also achieve business goals. Hi and welcome to a mini DMBA episode. So that's a special format where we take one business concept and see how it's relevant for the work of designers. And today we're going to talk about business strategies and how they relate or how they conflict with the customer feedback, how they conflict when we do customer research and basically we hear something from the customers, but we see or hear something else from the business owners. And business strategies is also one of the topics that we cover in the DMBA course, which is uh, an online MBA course for designers. And the reason why I'm talking about it because this week we opened the early window applications for the autumn intake. So the next DMBA is happening on September 16th. And if you're interested in joining, now is the right time to actually fill out the application. The application form can be found on beyondusers.com slash apply. And if you're the right fit, if you fit into the cohort of the 30 designers, 30 students that are going to take the next DMBA, then you're going to get in touch with me or somebody from the team to have the application call, after which you're going to have a chance to book your spot. So yeah, so let's talk about the business strategy now. First of all, let's quickly define what business strategy is. Because what I've learned is also that a lot of business people also don't know what the business strategy is and they're not really aligned on that. So don't worry if you as a designer are also not sure what it is. In its essence, business strategy is a trade-off decision. It's basically making a decision what you will do and at the same time what you will not do. And if certain decision is basically either or, then it's a trade-off decision. If it's um, and, and, you know, you can do this and that, then it's not a trade-off decision. A good example would be if a company decides that it's going to be, uh, it's going to basically try to do cheaper products, it cannot be premium at the same time. You know, you cannot have low prices and very premium product because it just takes more money to develop this product. It goes, you know, it has better raw materials. Uh, it just is not possible. That's a definition of a trade-off decision because like, Apple is a premium product. It just cannot be low cost by definition. Um, An example of non-trade-off decision would be using design thinking or Six Sigma process. Because design thinking is something that it's not really either or. It's just a process that anyone, any company can use in any problem. So it's not really something that gives you an edge. It's just something that's more or less on top. So again, the business strategies are these trade-off decisions. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because I want to talk about one example which recently happened uh, in the industry of the digital banks. So there's this whole rapid growth of digital banks. So these are basically banks that do not have physical presence. So you can open the bank account online and the only touch point you have with this bank is either the website or the app. And for a lot of millennials, this is very interesting and these banks are getting millions and millions of new customers Uh, but now we also see the first cracks of the whole model because digital bank by definition it cannot be also the premium bank Um, I mean if you think about it if you think about the traditional banks such as Deutsche Bank or Bank of America in the US they have the physical presence they have all the loans they basically also give you the option to um, invest in the stocks 
all of that stuff. And they are usually a little bit more expensive. It basically costs something to have your checking account open there. Um, it's also the loans are more expensive, etc. And the whole idea of the digital banks is that because they have a cheaper cost structure, because they don't have the physical presence, they need to employ less people, they can offer you the checking account for free. They can offer you loans at the better prices, etc. And this means making some trade-off decisions, and one of them was not having physical presence. The other was not having also uh, physical customer support or phone customer support in some cases. And recently there was a fraud example in one of these companies, which basically meant that uh, one customer lost several $10,000 or euros. And when that happened, he wasn't really able to get a hold of the customer support in that company. Um, they had chat support, but in this case, he was kind of expecting the phone support to so someone to talk to. If you lose that kind of money, you basically want to probably want to talk to somebody in the company to calm it down, to explain what's happening, to explain what the next step will be, and that everything's going to be fine. Now, as a designer, if you look at this situation, you would say, why don't they just invest in phone support? Why don't they invest in more premium uh, customer support? And if you would do customer research, you would also probably get the same response. You know, we if you don't have physical presence, we at least expect a little bit more premium phone support. Um, but it seems that this is not viable from the business perspective for for such business model for digital banks. All of them have more or less chat support. And so as a designer, you would probably go to your business owners and say, hey, why don't, why don't we do that? And here's where the understanding of the business strategy comes in very handy and just it's crucial. You as a designer have to understand what strategic choices your company has made in order to be profitable or in order to be hopefully profitable if you're a startup. What are the things you have as a company decided to do and what are the things you have decided to not do on purpose? For example, if you work for this bank and you realize, okay, we decided not to do phone support because it's going to be too expensive, then you have to find ways to test this, to test or find new solution with customers. So obviously, yeah, they want to have more premium touch in case something happens. So how can we solve that? What you could do is you could create a whole series of trade-off decisions and basically talk to 10, 20, 30 uh, customers and see how they react to these different trade-off scenarios. For example, one thing would be, hey, okay, we're thinking of implementing 24-hour chat support or we can either do that or we can do phone support, but it's only going to be eight hours per day. Which of the two would you prefer? So from the business perspective, I know that I can either do just X or Y, so either chat support 24 hours or phone support eight hours per day. And basically, I try to figure out with customers if this is the right thing. Maybe we figure out it's something in between, you know, like we have to have 24-hour chat support, but then in certain really urgent cases, um, if there's a fraud or something, a uh, special phone chat opens up or phone support opens up, and then you can talk to somebody in the company, right? So at the end, it could be something a little bit in between, um, but it still has to go into one way or the other. One needs to be the main solution because otherwise we're running the risk of stuck in the middle, which is basically a position of a company that can, cannot decide which strategy it's following. 
And this is probably the most common problem for a lot of startups, and especially designers who are trying to do the first product, is that they try to please everybody, and by doing that, they don't have, you know, they don't have basically the identity. Are they trying to do premium service? Are they trying to do low-cost service? Are they targeting this user group or the other user group? And an example of company that has done that poorly and that is stuck in the middle is BlackBerry. So if you think about it, BlackBerry is stuck in between the smartphone segment and the cell phone segment. So the cell phone being the more simple phones that have these large buttons with numbers on it. And BlackBerry was trying to be something in between and by doing that, now it's neither winning the more uh, technologically savvy customers nor it's winning those who are favoring the cell phones. And that's also shown in the financial results. And it's deteriorating, the investors are jumping off the ship and it's not being, it's not the nicest site. So really what I'm trying to explain with this whole podcast episode is that we as designers, A, we have to be super aware of the business strategy that our company has chosen. So if you don't know what the business strategy of your company is, try to talk to somebody and understand, hey, what is our strategy? What are our trade-off decisions that we have decided to make? B, of course, always understand what the customers want. When you get feedback and input from customers, always try to see where does the where do these two worlds meet? Where does the business world meet with the customer world? So don't try to just argue from one perspective, but as a designer, really try to build a bridge. If you see that, hey, we have a problem because people expect more, um, more premium support in the case of this bank, then maybe we should try to go into that direction. Still keeping in mind that we have more low-cost structure, so it's definitely, we cannot invest into this as much as other banks can, but certainly there's something that we can do. And see, then once you try to identify the hypothesis of how to build this bridge, you can actually start an experiment. You know, you can have calls with customers, uh, ask them about the trade-off decision, which one they're willing to make, and then try to uh, create a few prototypes to basically test this out and maybe do it even and with live prototyping, put something on the website, see what sticks. Cool. So uh, just a short reminder again that this week and only this week until Sunday, 4th of August, um, we are accepting the applications for the DMBA3, so the autumn intake starting on September 16th. So if interested in learning more about business uh, in a nice small community of 30 participants, 30 students, 30 designers from around the world with just a few hand-picked mentors, uh, head out to beyondusers.com slash apply, uh, fill out the application form, and then you're going to hear from us if you're the right fit. Cool. So that's all in this episode. I wish you a very nice working week and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.